The content found on thebestdayever.com from David Wolf and New Horizon Health, Inc. is for informational purposes only and is in no way intended as medical advice, as a substitute for medical counseling, or as treatment cure for any disease or health condition, and nor should it be construed as such because that would be illegal. Always work with a qualified health professional before making any changes to your diet, supplement use, prescription drug use, lifestyle, or exercise activities. Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information. Okay, welcome everyone. This is your host, Lucian Gothier, and I am here with Truth Calkins, our resident herbal tonic superfood master. Truth is here today to talk to us about the most valuable superfood, one of the superfoods that you can get the most bang for your buck that produces the best effects over a long period of time, is ideal for people who are doing in some type of training, exercise program, and this superfood is going to be revealed by Truth Calk, and he's going to explain all about it. So welcome, and thank you for joining us here today, Truth. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Truth, well, you've been researching this superfood for a couple of weeks now, and you've really come up with some amazing insights into it, and this is something that you're familiar with as well. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about this superfood and why you just recently told me that it's the most valuable superfood that you've come across? You know, I think it's it's a it's a superfood that's been very little understood or known in the Western world, and and I think there's reason for that. It's it's so good at what it does that I think it would put a lot of the other supplements out of business. <laughs> and it's so cheap and it's so easily available. Um, it's it's amazing. I've been taking it, and I've noticed such a such an incredible change from this, and I've started to realize that this is. Moringa is like, it's kind of like the Ayurvedic gynostema, but it's kind of like the superfood of all, like a multivitamin, but it's also kind of like a, you know, you could call it a cure-all because it, it, you can use it to help your health with so many things, and it's so cheap and it's so easy. It's kind of a dream come true in a, in a powder. Um, and it's not a green food and it's not really an herb. It's just this leaf um, from a tree that's been cultivated all over the world. It's uh, native to the foothills of the Himalayas. It's mentioned in Ayurvedic medicine going back for 2,000 years. Um, the rest of the world seems to know about this tree. I mean, the World Health Organization has been using it for over 40 years as a food supplement and as a nutritional supplement and a health preventative for underprivileged, underdeveloped countries um, all over the world. It's um, it's it's just it's the leaf. I've been taking the powder from the Longevity Warehouse, which is the Young Leaves. Um, I, I know the guy who actually sources all your products for the Longevity Warehouse. I've known him for a while, and he's kind of like um, I, I would see him as the sort of Indiana Jones of the of the supplement industry. He kind of goes out there and gets the best stuff, and um, I've been very impressed with the potency of the product. I've been doing higher doses, but um, we'll, we'll get into that. You know, I've always Lucian been been adoring the idea of finding one super thing that was like in a powder that I could just put in water and take, and it was amazing, and it would do things for me that nothing else could do. And, you know, so I bought into a lot of those super green formula recipe ideas, that, especially around 2000 and after when I started seeing a lot of them come out on the marketplace, and I was searching for a superfood, and I'd read about all these different ingredients. And, you know, and some of them are okay. There's a few, there's a lot of them that are overmarketed, and I had some help in the beginning from them, and now I kind of like know where their place is. 
But this moringa powder, this is kind of like a dream come true for me because it's just one ingredient. It's not like a whole bunch of different ingredients. And it, it looks kind of like a green powder, but it's a little more brown. And it's got kind of a grass taste, but it's not. It's a little neutral, plain woodsy. It's um, very understated, very underknown, seems very plain. But when you start taking it right, oh, my God, this herb is amazing. The nutrient profile, just to start with, there's over 90-plus different nutrients in this food, um, like seven different vitamins, six minerals, 18 different amino acids, 46 different antioxidants, anti-inflammatory compounds, antibacterial compounds, antifungal. It's about 30 35% pure protein. Um, it's got three times the amount of protein as yogurt, four times the amount of calcium as milk, seven times the amount of vitamin C as oranges, four times the amount of vitamin A as carrots, three times the amount of potassium as bananas, twice as much iron as spinach. I mean, when you Google this, it's just kind of crazy across the board, the amount of nutrition this very simple tree is. In fact, every part of the tree is usable and pretty much edible for, for human consumption. And... Um, the, the fruit, the, the drumstick pods are supposed to be extra amazing, but the leaves are also very nutritious and they're very abundant. And that's what we're getting at the Longevity Warehouse powder. I believe it's the young leaf powder. And um, so, I mean, it's been used for, for just general health to take a small amount regularly for just nutrition across the board because I would call it like your, your economical mega superfood vitamin because if you just took a little bit of this powder and mix it in a little water and it's so cheap and it's so easy to take and it's so neutral tasting, you will kind of get everything across the board. But it's really great for a cardiovascular system. It's really great for the neurological system. It's really great for the prostate, for vision, for digestion, for the brain, for energy, for immune system, for building up immune protection. Um, it really builds kind of a sustained balance energy. This is a food that has no sugar in it at all. It's just a powdered leaf. Um, but it actually it actually calms the nerves and it relaxes you and you don't have stress. It's, I would say it's yin, slightly um, cooling because it's anti-inflammatory, nourishing, but it gives you strength because um, it's so building. Um, the minerals, the chlorophyll, the B, B vitamins, high in magnesium. Um, in Ayurvedic books, it, it goes back traditionally used um, conjunction for treatment of probably over 300 different known disorders it's, it's, or diseases. It's, it's so amazing as a nutritional supplement and as a detoxifier. The antioxidants, they're very high, the phenols, the phenols and, the, and the, um, the other compounds, it's um, very, very high in, the, in fiber. Um, it's very good for metabolism. It's very good for cell structure. It seems to help reduce like fine lines and wrinkles. It improves kidney and liver function. So in that sense, I, I call it sort of a gin tonic. Um, improves circulation, anti-inflammatory. It improves sleep. It improves blood sugar balance. It promotes just a, a feeling of general well-being. Um, but what I've noticed, particularly from taking it, um, first off right away, there, you, you may experience some gas, some detoxifying, if you start to go up to like a tablespoon a day. But I, maybe if you're new to detoxing in herbs and superfoods, I'd start with a half teaspoon, or if you're pretty healthy, maybe a teaspoon, and then work your way up to a tablespoon or a rounded tablespoon. But at a tablespoon a day, you're definitely going to have a little gas, you're going to have a little die-off, and then you're going to have better elimination, softer, more well-formed stools. Um, very good, I think, for people that are dealing with mild constipation, 
um, because of the fiber is so great. And I think because of that fiber component, that's why it's so great for, for cholesterol, for um, regulating cholesterol. Um, but what I noticed is a very powerful candida die-off effect, um, but gentle, not too intense. But it's, it's definitely antibacterial and it's definitely antifungal. So it's a great food because it, today it's like, especially for the kind of people I've been trying to help for years with my experience, I understand opportunistic organisms, candida, parasites, yeast, viral infections, and how much they're just like an epidemic today because of the amount of sugar we eat and antibiotics and everything going against us with our immune system. And, you know, all of our focus on external hygiene, but we have no internal hygiene because we're not being breastfed and, you know, building up the three to seven pounds of good bacteria that's supposed to be in the gut. And we don't have the heart of immunity and we can catch things so easy. This superfood is just one simple cheap powder that gives you all the nutrition you need that makes you strong, but it also helps fight off all types of infections. And at the high doses, I think it can really help control, get candida under control. It can really help lower it. And, and thereby, it really helps strengthen the immune system. But indirectly, it strengthens the immune system because of the nutrition it provides. Um, I think it strengthens the nerves. It strengthens the entire body. Um, a lot of a lot of people that do know how good it is don't you know for for ages like like athletes have used mega dosing you know for increasing their performance physical performance on every single level. Um, I think when you do good doses regularly, it's it, it's astounding all of the benefits you notice across the board. Anything you're deficient in nutritionally gets covered across the board. Stress levels seem to be reduced because it has a strengthening effect on the nervous system and a calming effect, and it improves sleep. But at the same time, it gives your body sustained balance, strength, and energy. It comes from that even, balanced blood sugar kind of lifestyle where you're very even because it does help balance the blood sugar. It helps cleanse the body, antioxidants, the anti-inflammatory effect. It really helps cleanse the colon. I love that aspect that it gives such fiber to well-formed foods. Uh, well-formed stools to great elimination, um, but um, and it's you know it helps reduce pain for people with arthritis. It's helped people with with ulcers. Um, it's um, it's it's pretty pretty amazing stuff. Pretty amazing stuff. So truth, I'd like to talk just a minute about the different systems because you mentioned that this particular herb is top in the Ayurvedic system, and it seems that with each system, Amazonian, Ayurvedic, Chinese systems, these are sort of the three main systems that we use when it comes to our herbalism. And we've talked about this many times in previous conferences and at the master's workshops that we do as part of the Longevity Now conference, that these three systems each have their own top herbs. Ayurvedic has this particular herb, and it's very interesting that you strike the correlation with gynostema um, in the Chinese system. So would you use this particular herb like you would use gynostema, or would you use it just practically in a different way? Um, that's a good point. You know, and actually, from my research with Ayurveda, it's not, I wouldn't call it a top herb. It's kind of like a sleeper herb like gynostema is. I mean, and there's a lot of people in Chinese medicine who are acupuncturists that have been to, been to, been to school to study Chinese herbs for acupuncture. They're using herbs to treat symptoms more than promoting overall health and well-being through the three treasure system that's more Taoist. And a lot of those acupuncturists have never heard of Jagalon, which is the Chinese name for gynostema. Um, and in Ayurveda, I've looked up uh, a lot of stuff, and and it's you know the main hit list of all the top Ayurvedic herbs. It's not there. 
not like ashwagandha is, not like ginseng is in the Chinese system. But you have to uncover it. You have to go deeper and deeper and deeper until you kind of find um, this mysterious sleeper herb, this, this moringa powder, which seems so like nothing. It's just this cheap leaf that's grown forever on trees. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just like gynostema. It's just a grass that grows wild in southern China. And everybody was drinking it. And then, you know, the, the people started noticing, hmm, how come everyone in that region is living over 100 and they have, like, no cancer? You know, and then the researchers started studying it. But um, so it's like a it's like a, a sleeper herb for tonic herbalism, meaning if you're, if you're into Ayurvedic herbs for health, not for treating disease, but for just promoting overall health and well-being, then you'll learn about the value of things like shilajit, and you'll learn the value of adaptogens. And if you know the three treasure system from Chinese herbalism, you'll look at it more from a tonic perspective. How do I promote balance, energy, but calmness and sleep help me adapt to stress, help me keep my body clean from the, you know and help provide the nourishment necessary all the functions for life how do i do that on a long-term daily basis best by utilizing these foods from this system and an herb like moringa which is not tooted at by if you walk into an ayurvedic store and you deal with a traditional ayurvedic doctor they're not going to pull moringa right away they're going to pull all these other typical harsher, stronger, more detoxifying, anti-parasitic herbs or this or that. And you got to be careful with Ayurvedic doctors. It's, it's a lot of people I've worked with. Um, I love their system and their herbs, but I've just had feedback. They, they can tend to overload the average Westerner really quickly with some a heavy lineup of harsh detoxing herbs. And if you take them right or if you work through it, it's profoundly healing. But it's, it's intense to the patient. Um, with Chinese tonic herbs, it's gentler. With Chinese medicine, traditional way, same thing can happen. You can go down to Chinatown and talk to some guy who barely understands English and tell him about your flu cold or whatever, and he'll wrap up a bunch of roots and barks in the newspaper and go home and boil this swamp juice and drink it. And you'll probably have diarrhea and be sick for days and never want to drink it again because it's so intense. This is not like that. Moringa is so gentle, so safe, so unassuming. But when you start taking good doses, there are definitely noticeable effects right away. You'll have some gas, and you'll eliminate better, and you'll start to notice that you're calmer and stronger, relaxer, and you have a better mood. And then you start re- wondering why when you read about it, and you start realizing the nutrition across the board that this does, the way it helps eliminate infections in the body, the way it helps regulate cholesterol, blood pressure, cardiovascular system. It starts to detox everything, every known toxin out there. It's got 46 different antioxidant compounds. But then the nutrition, if there's anything you're lacking across the board, it starts to repair it. That's why they, they use it in Africa for malnutrition. Um, they, they literally give it to kids that are in growing up in, in poverty-stricken parts of the country that are you know can literally have health risks due to starvation or malnutrition. They'll, they'll provide Moringa because if you eat the Moringa, you'll get everything you need if you just keep eating the Moringa. So it's kind of a sleeper herb like gynostemma in a sense. When you really learn what gynostemma does and you go, wow, okay, this is not like the first chi tonic you'd pick in the system like ginseng. It's not the most heard of by far. You can't walk into any store and just buy gynostemma or jagalan like you can ginseng in a health food store. But when you learn about all the subtleties across the board that that herb offers, you go, wow, this is amazing. Now, kind of like gynostemma, Moringa crosses boundaries in my books. That's what started to get me more excited because I was like, how do I categorize this herb? What, what is it? 
really? You know what I mean? Is it a tonic? Is it a detoxifier? Is it just a superfood nutrient that I could throw into smoothies and consume once in a while like I do with, with lacuma or, or mesquite meal or something? You know, no, it's it's really across the board. Like, like gynostimo has been used in top clinics throughout Asia by megadosing it to treat all major diseases. You could use moringa the same way, and it goes. If you really study it, it goes back for treating over 300 different diseases in Ayurvedic medicine. Um, so you could use it clinically, moringa, if you know how to use it and you have a good product and you know who you're giving it to, and you tell them how to dose it and what to expect, and um, you can use it as. Probably the cheapest, easiest daily multivitamin. That's the way when I used to try to sell Tonic Alchemy when I worked for Dragon Herbs, and you got 72 different ingredients, 71 ingredients in one product, all the greens, all the vegetables, blah, 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 and you're at an expo demo booth, and there's, you know, Joe Schmo coming up, anybody, you know, asking, why should I take this? What is this? And I'd say, you know, think of it like your multivitamin. If you don't know anything about superfoods, and you're new to this, and you're going to buy a can, and you're going to have this thing in your kitchen, and you're going to take a scoop and put it in something liquid and drink it once a day because you bought it, and you're going to comply. You're told it's good for you. I would say think of it as a vitamin, okay? It's a multi-mineral vitamin supplement from nature. It's, it's actually it's, it's, it's a multi it's a multi-phytochemical supplement. That's what it's about because vitamins are vitamins, and if they're USB man-made vitamins, they're really, you're, you're, you might as well be dealing with drugs. You're almost like a doctor dealing with nutraceuticals because they're isolated, they're fractioned, they don't have the cofactors, they don't metabolize the same in the body. Now, they can look good across the board. You can read about all those vitamins that are in a, in a GNC vitamin, you know, and, and go, well, that's got this and this and this and this and this, and I look in a book and that does this part of the body and that part and this part, so I'm covered, Right. But you're not. You're putting a bunch of synthetic things that are hard for the kidneys and liver to break down. If you take too much too long, it can toxify the body. You can get some benefit. Some of like the B vitamins that are water soluble are safer because you just pee that out. But some of the vitamins like vitamin D that are fat soluble can really be dangerous because they just accumulate and accumulate. And they're man-made. They don't metabolize the same. So you have to monitor your levels if you're going to do synthetic vitamins. You have to test all your vitamin levels regularly with a doctor and do, do blood workup, do labs. Because if you go too high, you could create a major problem with your body that can take a while to fix. Um, much better to stick to nature, and that's where the word phytochemistry comes from. Because the complexity of all these different pathways and signaling that happens through the complex chemistry of compounds from nature that we still do not understand. It's like, you know, why is ratio so amazing? Is it just the triterpenes? Is it just the, sa- the polysaccharides? And they're like, you know what? No, there's... There's 600 different functions, and it modulates like 300 different microfunctions in the body, and you, you can take one apart and try to give it to it isolated, but it doesn't work. That's why no one's made a ginseng drug. Ginseng is the most famous Chinese herb for eons, and it's you know just the, the fame around the herb is so huge that it's a, it's a bestseller. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's so good for industry, for money. So when it comes to vitamins and supplements and nutraceuticals, it is business-oriented. There's money involved. It's a commerce item. Um, so ginseng, people have been, you know, scientists for ages have been trying to isolate one compound in ginseng so they can make a ginseng drug in just a pill that can give you energy and maybe mental clarity and vitality and stamina and immune system, protect you from radiation, and yay, you know, and they, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. The more they study ginseng, they're going, oh, my God, there's all this complex phytochemistry, and these things are all working together, and they're doing stuff that we still don't understand today. So hence the term phytochemistry comes up. So when I think of Moringa as a multivitamin, if I had to give it to 
someone who's never taken anything in their life. That's just one superfood because that's something I'd probably pick. If I had someone I wanted to help and they've never done vitamins, they've never done a superfood, and they've never done herbs, and I wanted to add one thing, I could not go wrong. I'd, I'd probably pick Moringa. I mean, it's it's like it's perfect and because it will be a multivitamin mineral phytochemical supplement for them that across the board, any deficiency they're lacking, it will cover. <clears throat> but other problems, chronic inflammation and pain, it'll start to reduce and improve. Things that are in their body that are creating increased oxidation, it will start to improve because the antioxidants will reduce the free radical damage. Latent systemic viruses, bacteria, yeast, parasites, fungus. That's what I really, really noticed is there's is, is the, the die-off of fungus. Um, there's a this is kind of kind of graphic. You might not want care to hear this all, but, all of you, but I'm, I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, I know from detoxing candida, which is something that really threatened my health, but I worked seriously. That's what really got me deep into this field was, was candida. And I know when I wasn't feeding the yeast and I was off the sugar consistently over a good period of time, and I started to add in a new herb that had the particular right antifungal properties to start to kill this infection that had been plaguing me for years. Because there's a there's different symptoms that would happen. Maybe a little bit of wax, your blood pus in the ear coming out of the right side, just a tiny bit because there's candida in the brain and it's dying off. But the main thing I'd notice is a particular odor in my stools or in my or, or when I have gas. And it's a it's a it's a odd, unique smell and it's a smell of dead fungus. And I know it because it comes and goes only a few times over my twelve year candida career here. I've I've experienced it with certain supplements that or that really kill the fungus. Uh, quickly and effect- effectively. There's a die-off smell and an odor. And when I work through a supplement that has that kind of effect, there is a, a dramatic upgrade to my health shortly after following a course of such a supplement because I have dramatically lowered fungus, which is like it grows throughout your entire body, and it is your, it's the chief undertaker. It is trying to kill you. It's recycling you slowly. And we all live with some, and you know, with a healthier immune system keeps it in check. And you have it's never going to be like a major problem. But when you get too much, it's it's like life threatening and it's soul threatening because it just drains and makes you depressed and weak, and you just can't connect to the world. You're so out of it. But this product, I would give it to a beginner as a, as, as a across the board food. And they may not get how good it is for them, but if I can get them to take it, I understand how good it is because I know if there's any nutrients they're missing, they're going to get it. I know if there's any latent infections that are sleeping in their body, it's going to start to lower it and protect them. I know indirectly it's going to protect them. It's going to build their immune system, protect them from everything out there. It's going to protect them from the free rattles. It's going to protect them from inflammation. The biggest thing in the modern world is cleansing the colon. I mean, everyone just, they don't get it. They think, oh, I go to the bathroom once a day, I'm fine. And I, I see what comes out of the toilet. That's all I need to know. I'm fine. They don't understand how long the tubing is and how complex. Six feet of large intestine with all the sacculate folds, 30 feet of small intestine. They don't understand the digestive process of when they start eating food, when it goes into the stomach, and how it combines and what the liver does, and then how the pancreas, and then when it goes into this part of the digestion, when it's absorbed, and how a stool is formed, and how it exits cleanly. And, and they don't understand the kind of foods they're eating, that it's leaving a residue of undigested food that's lining the colon wall, building it up, and it stretches out of shape. And then when you're an adult, and you, you do one of those magnesium swallow tests where you swallow that liquid, and they do an x-ray of your innards, and they show you the shape of your colon and your insides. And it's so grossly distorted and toxic that then it's a shocking wake-up call. And the only way for modern people to understand that, I think, is if they read 
a book called The Guide to Better Bowel Care Health by Dr. Bernard Jensen. That's a classic, one of the first books I read like 15 years ago. And it, it literally shows you pictures and it describes the journey of the, what happens as soon as you eat food, every step of the way going through your body until it's eliminated, which is the whole step that the modern person ignores today. They look at food and they think about it and they eat it and they know what they feel afterwards, a little bit if it affects their stomach, if they eat too much. Or, but basically after that, they ignore it until they go to the bathroom and they think it all comes out and they think they're fine and they're perfectly functioning. But that process of food in and absorbed nutrition and maintaining a healthy, clean colon with the right fiber and whole foods and good bacteria and then forming a stool, a healthy stool that's all, that's with no residue left behind that eliminates that process of food in, nutrition, blood built, and then waste eliminated with nothing left in to back up in the body. That process is your lifeline. And if you impair it and you build up toxins that accumulate in your colon over years of improper diet and just no education, it's going to kill you, you know. <laughs> and you don't get the wake-up call until the last minute, until they have to do something drastic like cut a section of your colon out and put a pouch on your side or, or you know, or you got you got colon this or that or diverticulitis or spastic colon or you know, and it took, it didn't just happen right away. You're like, well, what happened? I've been going to the bathroom fine. And, you know, no, it's been forming for 30 years. And you just didn't know what internal cleansing is about and how the insides of your system work. Well, the, another thing that I feel great about giving Moringa to a beginner, because it's going to do all those other things I mentioned, but it's going to clean their colon. The, the fiber and the antioxidants is so great. It's just, it's got such a toning effect to the intestines. It's so, it makes the stool so smooth. It's not, Aggressive. It doesn't give them a laxative effect. Or they sure they're going to get some gas in the beginning, some gas, different gas, and it might smell different because this die off a of fungus. But it's not like that bad. It's not that bad. You can work through it quickly and start getting used to it. And you're going to notice a change in your stools like in 24 hours. And then as you keep doing it over time, it's going to cleanse the whole colon and the system. I think it's it's pretty pretty remarkable. So I'd feel really confident if I had like a a grandparent or an older person or a, or just a beginner, someone that doesn't want to think about nutrition or health or supplements that much. And I want to give them one thing that's easy and cheap and they can do. They can afford it. They can do it every day. It doesn't taste bad. It's quick and easy. But I know it's going to, if I care about that person, it's like the best insurance policy for their health. It's going to kind of protect them for, from everything. But I'm also know that they're going to get dividends in other areas of their life that they're going to appreciate. But they're going to notice their immune system's better. They're going to notice their calmer, their energy's more sustained. They're going to notice cravings go away because because nu nutritional deficiencies are now met, and they don't get these weird cravings. And they're going to notice all these things. And if they go into you know more slightly therapeutic doses, like a teaspoon to one to two teaspoons a day, quickly up to a tablespoon, they're going to notice those things quite rapidly. But I think the long-term building effect is even better. So that's why I say it crosses boundaries. It's a tonic. It's, it's a medicinal supplement that can be used to treat, help treat conditions that are in, out of imbalance. You can use it as just your multi-phytochemical nutrient, just to give you your nutrition to make sure you're covered. Okay, It's great for, for pregnant women, for, for breastfeeding women. Um, they, a lot of them around the world that know about it will take higher doses because it, it gives them everything they need to help support their baby and their milk. Um, it's good for old people. It's good for young people. It's good for women. It's good for males. It's good for Caucasians. It's good for, it's good for, um, you know, it's good for everybody out there. Everybody, everybody. And it's so safe. It's so affordable. It's so gentle. It's like, if you research the tree, it's like, 
it's like one of the best trees out there. And I think it's just been kept a big, big secret because it's so easy and it's so good. And once you learn the truth about it, it kind of overshadows a lot of other more sexy, lucrative herbs that have been marketed and sold. And it kind of can compete with other forms of health care to a certain degree because it, and it, and it competes with modern nutri, modern uh, nutraceuticals, with vitamin supplements and all that kind of stuff, if you really know about it. But it's really, it's like uncovering something that is so indigenous, but it's still here in our backyard. It's been there forever. We've just grown up so conditioned to our modern synthetic processed world that we kind of forget we come from nature. And that, oh, by the way, look, there's this tree that's been growing around the world that's good for everything and everyone and every part of the tree is usable. It's ecologically one of the best things to grow, but it's also the best thing for humanity. And and here we can just take it. And if you just you can if you don't want to grow the tree or you don't want to online they teach you how to grow the tree in, in bootleg ways, what to do with the fruit, how to make the leaf, leaf powder yourself. But if you're not going to do that, just go to Longevity Warehouse and just order a bag of the powder and just just take it. And um I just mix a tablespoon and four ounces of water, and I kind of swish it around in my mouth, hold it under the tongue a few seconds each. It tastes like a plain neutral grass, um, but you can mix it with you could it would mix really well in a green drink. You could even put a teaspoon in in warm gynostemma tea. I've done that before at the tonic bar, and it makes this calming grassy when it's warm in a tea. It's very calming, very soothing. But um, I don't want to hinder the nutrients. If the tea's only warm, it won't hinder the nutrients that much. Um, but it is high in some some nutrients that are heat sensitive, so I like taking it straight in water. It makes really good with a green drink. You can mix minor amounts with with uh, smoothies without really interfering with the flavor too much. With higher doses, it's it's a little grassy and a little earthy, but it's not not as strong as pure barley juice powder for a lot of people. Um, and uh, yeah, it's amazing. I think it would mix very well with the green drinks. I'm I'm really grateful to to you, Lucian, because you guys asked me to. You guys asked me to talk about this herb, and I knew about it. I'd used it eight years ago and knew a little bit of basics, that it was used for malnutrition, that it was so nutritious across the board, cheap and easily affordable. It was calming, and it was yin. I didn't think it was that great because, you know, it, it didn't seem as sexy. There just wasn't a lot of attention on it, you see. So I didn't. I was putting my attention on cordyceps and, and reishi and, you know, like top, top, top herbs that – that are really, really exciting to read about, you know. And I didn't know that this herb was that great. And we had some at the bar, and I even put it on the menu. I had a basic tea with a half teaspoon of it in gynostemma tea that we sold for three bucks, and kind of uh, it got lost in the menu, and forgot about, and within six months, but or a year. But um, I've gotten back into it now, and I felt the benefits right away. And I realized, holy cow, this is a majorly overlooked superfood. It, it, it's got to rank top up there, and you know. I feel like a veteran now with nutrition. I'm getting smarter because when I learn about a food like this that's easy, you just can't take everything every other day. It gets too stressful to think about too much stuff. And you you have to boil it down to basics at some point. And, and when you're traveling and stuff like I am right now, it's really easy to have just one thing to take. And, you know, my food program has been so simplified as traveling. I've just been eating whey protein with coconut oil. I've been eating hemp, uh, chia seeds. I've been eating lecithin powder. I've been eating some brewer's yeast. I've been eating black sesame seed tahini and some wild jungle peanuts. And then, you know, once in a while, if I can, in Whole Foods, I'll grab a jar of sauerkraut or a head of dandelion greens and eat it whole. But the problem with eating all these powders on the go and these nut things, I'm getting great nutrition, but I'm lacking fiber. Even though I drink plenty of water, your stools get dry and, you, and I, get, I get a little backed up. And, you know, 
that's not good for your system. It's not good for your colon to 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 have to you know have too much effort to go to the bathroom and have dense stools that are sticky because they're dry and because you're eating too many powders because they're convenient and you're on the go. Simple fix is just add in moringa, a tablespoon a day. Boom, you have the fiber. And the cool thing about moringa is it's portable. It works with my program when I'm traveling because it, it's dry and it's lightweight and it's cheap and it's quick and easy to take. 